0: I'm Johnny Wishbone, psychic extraordinaire. If you need me, just think Johnny Wishbone, and I come running. That's right here at Online Big Blue. We are Johnny Wishbone, psychic extraordinaire. We are the cult leader. We want to talk about Skip Bayless. We want to talk about Saquon Barkley winning the NFC Offensive Player of the Week award. But we got. We got. We, but we're gonna have to address uh, Skip Bayless and his comments that uh, that Saquon Barkley is uh, no cake. He's just whipped cream. Um. You know, I'm the cream of the crop. I rise to the top. But you know what? He probably doesn't know those lyrics to Skipper because I think he's a much. I think he's even older than I am. I think there's me, dirt, and Skip Bayless. He basically came out today and said that Saquon Barkley is more whipped cream than cake. And and we want to talk about Saquon Barkley winning the NFC uh, Offensive Player of the Week in a moment. In a moment, but, uh, uh, Barkley, of course, basically came back to to being the Barkley of old. He gained 194 yards from total scrimmage, had uh, scored uh, both a touchdown and the game-winning two-point conversion. Uh, I mean, he currently – now, it's only one game, but he currently leads the league in rushing with 164 yards. Um, Is he reestablishing himself for one game? He is, yes. For one game at the moment, he is reestablishing himself as the Barkley of old. Now Skip is probably a little pissed off because what happened to Dak? Because you know that Skip is a, is a Cowboy fan, he probably is probably just doing some of the things that I do just to piss people off to get people to listen and the views. And basically, what Skip said was this: I don't love him as a runner because in the end, if I can be more, if I can be painfully objective and honest about this, he is more of a cherry on top of cherry on top kind of back. He is more whipped cream than cake. He's more of a luxury back. He's not the guy you'll get loose. he he's not that guy. He'll get loose once or twice a game, but that's all it's once or twice a game. He's going to get the ball a whole lot of the other times and go nowhere fast. And then he basically says in the end, he can't be Derek Henry. He can't be Jonathan Taylor or Ezekiel Elliott in his prime because he's not a bell cow back. He's built like a power back who doesn't function like a power back. All right, Some of these things that he's saying are not wrong. Some of these things that he basically is saying is true, but the problem is he has an explosiveness. He can Saquon Barkley can be a comet. I'm not saying that his running style is going to give him the longevity of his career. I always think of Gale Sayers, number 40 of the Chicago Bears, when I think of Saquon Barkley. Gale Sayers, of course, was for a brief period of time, about three years before he got hurt and blew out his knee, was this back that was a comet. That's also why they call him the Kansas Comet. He ran through people. He ran around people. He did everything. He was that guy that people were afraid of because of the fact that he could score from anywhere on the field at any point in time. And that's Saquon Barkley. You have to respect Saquon Barkley's talent if he is back to being the Saquon Barkley of old. You have to respect that talent. You have to respect that home run hitting ability. I always go back to baseball because I think of Dave Kingman. Dave Kingman was with the Mets for a couple of years. Dave, Dave Kingman was a huge power hitter, humongous power hitter. The only problem is he could hit like 211. But every time he came to the plate, he was something to fear, and he hit over 500 home runs for his career. Now, while he may have only may he may go one for eight or two for seven, but one of those is probably going to be a dinger, and one of them is probably going to change the complexion of the game. Without Saquon Barkley, yesterday we are uh, yesterday on Sunday we are not changing the complexion of that game. The fearfulness of Barkley being the Barkley of old, you know, Saquon Barkley, the Barkley of old, and the days of yore. Coming back and running for a league leading 164 yards. Lombardi. I said magic still lingers in the name. I love doing my John Vicente because some people hate it. So that's why I just like doing it, throwing it in there. But he's a guy that, you know what? At the end of the day, yes, he is gonna be the guy that may carry the ball 23 times, but then have one or two plays where he rips off 60 yards. So he rips off 50 yards. He's gonna put his team in position field wise either by scoring a touchdown or getting them to where they need to be where they can score a touchdown. He I'm not saying he is but he reminds me of Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, number 20, would lose f- would run back and go back and lose 15 yards so he could run forward and then gain 3. That's the way Barry Sanders ran. That's I watched Barry Sanders at the height of his career. I watched, I mean, I guess, Barry Sanders is one of the only true backs that has rushed for a thousand yards in every season that he played. He also rushed for two thousand yards in '97, but he would run around like he, like he, you know, like he had his pants on fire, and then finally move forward. Most people don't remember that. A lot of times Barry carried the ball three hundred times, but there's also a bunch of times he gained a thousand yards, carrying the ball 280, 255, five, two forty three. That's unheard of now today. Some guys close in on 380, almost 400 carries. Barry Sanders at times would carry the ball barely 300 times in a game. I mean, excuse me, in a season, in a 16-game season. Look at his numbers, 280, 255, 242, 312, 243, 313, 314, 307. It wasn't until later of his career we he was doing 335, 343. And his yards per average would go, actually went up. But the problem was he, what he would do was he would... Have those runs. He would have the two-yard run. He would have the four-yard run. He would have the one-yard run, and then he would rip off 82 yards. Now, Barry wasn't always the speed back. I think his career-longest yard was 95. He also had a season where his longest runs were 34, 45, 55, and 42, but he was a guy that was a quick hitter. He was a guy that hit the hole. He was a guy that at times, like I said, he would give you one yard, two yards, and then break off 20 the next. That is the style of, that's the way that he ran. And Saquon Barkley, in some ways, is kind of the same type of running back. He is going, if he is healthy, he is going to be the guy that finds the hole. He's going to be the guy that when you give him, when you give him 26 inches a day, like that's all he needs. And he's going to run through that hole and he is going to attack that hole. Now he has to be, he's the kind of back though, that has to be healthy because he's 25 years old. He, you know, he's come off two injury, technically two injury seasons, um, but he is just a guy that is going to be the way he is back to b- b- being the way he was. You have to remember, he carried the ball 261 times that rookie year for 1300 yards and averaged five yards a carry. The next year, even though he missed three games, he still ran the ball 217 for 103 for four point six. So that's the type of back he is. He is the type of back that is going to hit the hole, hit the hole big, and then make something happen. And you want him to get multiple runs, multiple lines, you want to put the ball in his hands, you need to get the ball into his hands more as a swing pass, get him on the outside. Those are the things that you need to do if he is healthy. If he is healthy, Saquon Barkley, in my mind, is the most dangerous back in the NFL. And I, I'm not going to lie, I'm a Saquon Barkley fan. I, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I remember watching Saquon. I remember watching Saquon Barkley get drafted with my son, and I remember we were in a hotel suite and we were watching the draft together. And before we went out to dinner and did anything else, we watched we watched that part of the draft. We watched the second overall pick and Dave Gettleman take Saquon Barkley. Take the take the hold on. Take the gold jacket running back who reminds us of Jim Brown. And the days of yore, And he took that back. And I was excited about it. And I was excited about it was coming to college because I was worried that for some unknown reason the Cleveland Browns were not going to take Baker Mayfield, then we're going to go for Saquon. But if he is healthy, if he has the right mindset, if he has the ability that we know he has. He is going to be that turning point. He is not going to, yes, he is not. And I, like I said, I agree with skipping the fact that he is not going to be the bell cow back. Nope. You need a complimentary back to Saquon Barkley. You need a guy that can spell him a little bit. He's not a luxury back. He is a game changer. He is, he is a guy that you put the ball in his hands. He's a Dave Kingman. You are fearful of what's going to happen when he swings that bat. You are fearful of what's gonna happen every time he touches the ball. If he considers himself, right now, Barkley, has the ability in his mindset to run north and south and not east and west, he is going to be dangerous. He will be more dangerous than he was his rookie season. He has explosiveness. And that's the thing. And for and for Bayless to say, well, he will only break one or two big uh, one or two big plays a game, that's all you need. Sometimes games in the NFL are come down to one or two big plays sometimes that's all it takes you're down let's say you're down you know let's let's say you're down 17 13 and you got two minutes left and you're on your own 20 and Barkley rips off a 60 yard run you're in field goal range. You, you know, you you kick the touch, you kick the field goal, you score a touchdown, you do whatever you need to do. But you you need that. You need that capability. You need that scare. You need to be scared by something by this Giants offense. Because the wide receiver core is not going to do it. The tight end's not going to do it. The quarterback's not going to do it. You need a you need someone to be fearful. Our teams to have something to be fearful of. Because if they sit there and Saquon's having a good day like he had against the Titans, they're going to put seven, eight in the box, if not more which is going to allow you to get one-on-one coverage somewhere downfield. And hopefully your quarterback can find him to find that open receiver. That's what Saquon Barkley does. It's not just about the ability to run the ball. It's not just about the ability of the big play. It's the threat. And sometimes the threat is, So honestly, if you think about it, sometimes the threat is greater than the reality. Because even if he's having, let's say he's ran 12 times for 40 yards or 12 times for 30 yards, you're always worried that that 13th carry is going for 70, that that swing pass to the outside is going for 65. And that's what you have to be conscious of as a defensive player, as a defensive coordinator. So I've said it before, Skip Bayless is an idiot. (laughs) I'll say it over and over again. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up this week. Like I said, we are going to be at the game on Sunday. If you are around, please stop by. We're gonna we're gonna be in the red lot uh, by the Verizon entrance, usually when the first couple rows. I'm probably gonna. I don't know if I'm having the big the online big blue tent up yet. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Um, but I'm gonna be there with the venerable James Williams for his birthday. We are gonna be streaming live from 10:30 to 12 uh, in the parking lot. Have some co- come by. Have some coffee. Don't cost nothing. Uh, if you are in the area, you know, like I said, just um, come by and uh, stop in and say hello while we're streaming. You'll you'll figure us out. You'll you'll find us. And I'll post, a, I'll, po- I'll do a quick um, YouTube short to let people know where I am and, and we'll kind of go from there. We'll have you, you know, come on down, sit down, let's talk Giants together live and in person in the parking lot. And again, this is Tim the Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you subscribe, if you could ring that bell, you're going to be, that'd be awesome.